I would love to see Mark Recchi. That would be fucking lit. If you got him behind the bench. He got fired, right? Yeah, he got fired as an assistant coach. Yeah, Pittsburgh, my exactly, guy. dude. <laughs> exactly. That's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. Welcome to Celts and Seltzers, a the basketball podcast network podcast hosted by me, Chris Gear, and I have no co-hosts. Just kidding. This is a Bruins podcast. We have real Bruins news. Um, Big Bruins news, Chris. Big yeah. Bruins news. You know what that um, is? What's the big news, Cam? The big news is that they signed Juna Kapanen to a one-year two-way contract for $750,000. This is going to be an hour-and-a-half-long episode on the Juna Kapanen signing. All right, we also got Drew. Hey, Drew. Oh, hey. How's it going? It's going real good. So I'm frustrated about some things, boys. What are you frustrated about, Chris? I'm real frustrated. Oh, no. The number one thing. Because you know that I've been going through this over the past 10 seconds. Uh, <laughs> Zoom. <laughs> we need to get back on StreamYard. Zoom absolutely ruins my computer. I don't have my regular microphone. Cam and I are both having trouble pouring our beers properly. So bad. Mine, like, I, I, <laughs> I just stopped and restarted, and I didn't understand. There's no way with that pour it should have foamed up that much. Everything is bad right now. Fuck everything right now sucks. <laughs> it burns all over again. For the real ones. Um, yeah, let's let's do beers first, and then we'll talk about Butch. If I can ever get to the fucking beer, I will. Uh, Drew, you first. Drew is Drew is currently a bear cub or something. I don't. Know. Yeah, and high, I'm high above high the above ice. ice. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have. Oh, it doesn't show you the beer. <laughs> <laughs> I have a Viridian IPA uh, with Citra, Summit, and Azaka hops. I'm not going to lie. That can looked fucking sick. Yeah, dude. It's, I, I've, I've had this before. I think Cam has had this on the podcast. Have you or no? Which one was it? I was, I was it's Bandit Brewing, uh, the Viridian IPA. Maybe I've hit banded a few times, but not recently. So, alrighty. Well, it's brewed out in a uh, bit of a main six percent. Uh, let's start with drinkability. Mm. Drink a bowl enough, especially in the shower. Uh, we're gonna give it a twenty-eight for good old Mark Recky, and uh, tasteability. I'm gonna give it. A 28 again for future Boston Bruins head coach, Mark Recchi. All right. I've got a Cellar Maker Brewing Company, Mo Nelson IPA. Uh, This one also has a pretty sick can. It is a singular hop set on a black and purple background, all in mosaic form. Um, And... Apparently, the Mo stands for mosaic, which I read on the side because I am really smart and know what mosaics look like and figured, why would you name a Nelson hop beer? Or why would you put mosaics on the K 
can of a Nelson hopped beer. It made no sense to me until I read about it. And it says Mo equals mosaic. This series of two hop beers explores how mosaic pairs well with other hops. With its unique piney, dank, tropical fruit aromas and flavor, mosaic creates a profile which could easily be enjoyed as a single hop beer. Yet, it excels in conjunction with an array of attributes from other hops. Um, yeah, first taste pretty good. But the second, the second, second one, that counts. Yeah, here's the thing. Tasteability pretty low, honestly, for all the things it just said on the on the side over there. I'm getting mostly like it's a 6.8%, so it's not a session IPA, but I'm getting real session IPA feels from it. Like there's some flavor there, but the depth isn't really there. Um let's go uh let's give it the Charlie Coil. We got a 13 tasteability. Uh drinkability, eh. 19 it's like pretty drinkable for an ipa but also like you know if you're gonna be 6.8 percent alcohol bring the flavor i like it yeah it sounds like i've got a similar beer here it's uh the day trip session ipa from gary brewing company as you would say i actually also think this one was a session i didn't realize it said it on the can but <laughs> glad my taste confirmed it very similar color to the one you got over there chris uh Anyway, this is kind of unique. It's only a 4% IPA. You don't really see that going around too much, but it says it's for the days that a full-bodied IPA is too much and a Pilsner just won't cut it. Day Trip is the beer you want on those warm summer days in Maine. They're getting there. It's just 75 degrees out. <laughs> no, it's actually been pretty hot lately, but today was pretty cool. Pretty cool. Cool, calm, both. Anyway, here's the beer. Qualm. Qualm. Qualm, which is another uh, word. Um pretty hoppy it is. it is another word pretty hoppy not too much flavor honestly i'm, I'm thinking the same thing it's gonna be like a 10 on uh, on tasteability drinkability <laughs> a decent but it's like mostly hop so i don't know there's not too much to support the hop flavor so i'm gonna go uh, a tasteability like a mm, Drinkability, I already said tasteability. Drinkability, like a 13. More, more Charlie Coyle. It's the Charlie Coyle party, future number one center. <laughs> Charlie Coyle. All right. That's good. Oh, boy. All right. So, yeah. Which kind of segues into the next point. <laughs> yeah. Fr- so, Friday news dump. Uh, we got all the bad news. Well, I guess most of the bad news in one day. And they saved some for today. Um, uh, Brad Marchand, Charlie McAvoy, Mikey Riley, all getting surgeries. Grizz. Uh, yeah, Grizz, another surgery guy. Bergeron, another sh- surgery guy, but he, he has apparently uh, got a shorter recovery time. Yeah, so the, it looks like the Bruins are going to go into the season next year with a highly diminished lineup, depending on who they end up signing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I... We got a lot to talk about there, but the big news we'll talk about off the top uh, just announced today as of this recording yesterday, as of the release of this episode, uh, Bruce Cassidy, no longer the head coach of the Boston Bruins. Um, Thoughts? 
we want you to be the next head coach of the Boston Bruins, dear listener. Um, um okay. <laughs> I, I thought that was it. Real, real fun stuff. Is that it? Or I, I well, I no, you or... jumped in with the almost. He let you run with it. Yeah. <clears throat> um. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this fucking um, bear. <laughs> the bear is killing me, man. It's so good. Um. Like so I think it was the best laugh. move. I think it was the best move they they could have made. No. Um, I think they were in the situation, Sweeney was in the situation where it was him or Cassidy. There was going to be a change off the ice. There was going to be a change in, in management and coaching or something. I think Sweeney probably just saw it as in, like, it, it's me or him, honestly. They, they, I think ownership really was seeking a, a big change like that. I don't think that's the right decision. I think maybe you get rid of Sweeney if you have to get rid of anyone, in my opinion. But uh yeah, no, that was stupid. You have a fucking fantastic coach um, who led this team to a Stanley Cup final. Um, more nights than not, he seems to be getting the the best out of his guys, the most out of his players. Um, I really, I, I don't, I don't get it. Uh, other than like the politics of it behind the scenes. Yeah, uh, I mean it's entirely politics. Uh... <laughs> Look at the statement that Casper that uh, that Sweeney put out. Uh, he said today I informed Bruce Cassidy that I was making a head coaching change after 14 years working with Bruce. This was an extremely difficult decision. I want to thank and acknowledge Bruce for all his work and success with the Bruins organization. His head coaching record with the Bruins is impressive, and we are appreciative of Bruce both professionally and personally. After taking some time to fully digest everything, I felt that the direction of our team for both this season and beyond would benefit from a new voice. I think Cassidy's, or I think uh, Sweeney's right. I think it would benefit from a new voice. Uh, the issue was that Cassidy's voice was not the one they needed to go. It was probably somebody else in the front office, be it be it Neely or Sweeney. Um, I don't know. I mean, you look at this, just the numbers. They don't lie. Under Cassidy for his five years that he was here, the Bruins had a 671 winning percentage, second best in the league behind only the Tampa Bay Lightning. Um, it's just one of those things where, what were you expecting from him? I mean, like uh, you gave him a pretty mediocre roster after, you know, you got like, you got the first line and pretty much one good top pairing. And that's about it. As far as, you know, realistic playoff worthy depth goes. And I think the Bruins played about to their potential this year and, and probably a little bit better. And I think Cassidy had a lot to do with that. And it, uh, it, it Drew's right. It seems like it's one of those things where it's just strictly the politics off the ice and, you hate to see that kind of thing because you know he's gonna get snatched up somewhere else, and in three years we're gonna be looking around saying, you know, why don't we keep that guy around? Yeah, I guess the the two things I'll I'll add, not necessarily as counterpoints, but maybe as like differing opinions that aren't necessarily my opinion, but maybe a different way to look at things. Um, one, uh, it could either it, it could be that like some of the players were kind of just sick of Cassidy like yeah, maybe I don't really like the lost the room term but um, maybe just some guys were, were getting tired of that one voice kind of like the Barry Trotz thing like when you see a really good coach get fired it feels like there's got to be another reason and yeah the obvious reason is that the Bruins needed to blame somebody and uh, Sweeney didn't want that to be him so uh, they got rid of Cassidy but uh, I mean if you're looking at it and you're thinking, all right, David Krejci's coming into town to 
do some thinking and drink some beers. Uh, Trees Bergeron's doing some thinking about whether he wants to return or not. Uh, Jake DeBrusque has openly requested a trade because he wasn't getting along with Cassidy. Um, maybe those are some things that you factor in when you're thinking, all right, maybe if we have a chance to retool this roster a little bit and maybe improve there, maybe want to hang on to some of the guys we have already, maybe bring back some guys who were there before who kind of wanted to get out of there because they weren't really enjoying Cassidy. Um, And I guess the other thing is, I think we were all kind of on the same page about the Claude Julian firing too. I think we all kind of liked him and, um, I mean, it, it's not always going to work out every time you bring in a new voice, but kind of felt like Cassidy was an extension of the same kind of philosophy. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, mm-hmm. maybe there's someone out there who can, who will provide a similar service and yeah. um, just be kind of like a fresh, different voice in the room. Um, it, regardless, I think a lot of people are doing the sky is falling thing just because there are so many things up in the air right now and taking away a good head coach doesn't seem like the right move at the time, but maybe if this is the thing that kind of gets those things to fall into place, I'm not going to be too mad about it. Um, And I don't want to sit here. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. My point's stupid. You'll hear it in a bit. (laughs) (laughs) I I don't want to sit here and pretend like Bruce Cassidy is like the best coach in the league or my favorite coach or anybody who I've never questioned any of the decisions he's made. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm not too broken up. I'll be like I'm, I think he's a good coach. I think he's a good guy. Like so, obviously, it, like it hurts. Um, and yeah, you're gonna you're gonna see some takes out on on Twitter, and uh, I think a lot of them are gonna be a little irrational and kind of overblowing the the case here. It's not time to like blow up the team just because a few players have haven't signed yet and if a couple of players are injured at the beginning of the season and there's going to be a new coach like maybe things will fall into place and it won't be that bad yeah i will say that's like the one uh angle i guess i can support and I, i'll be disappointed i guess if they like bring in another bruce cassidy type if that makes sense because I, I that's the angle i can get behind is like hey we generally you know think you're a good coach and stuff it's just we're deciding we want to build a roster that plays to a, a different skill set or a different style of play. And, you know, that's just not Cassidy's thing. So if they bring in somebody else who's like, you know, a Bruce Cassidy type, I'll be a little bit upset about it, but um, you know, if they do make a, make a change and try to implement a new playing style and, you know, obviously there's going to be changes in any head coaching change, but if they kind of make a more dramatic twist and, and try to buy into something else, I think that'll make a little bit more sense. So um, you know, <clears throat> give it a few weeks or whatever it's going to take to, to bring, I can't imagine me more than that, but uh, to bring somebody else on board and then kind of, I think, reevaluate then once we have a better idea of, of what they're trying to do. Yeah. I just want to offer my mom's opinion here. Uh, she said, Hmm, can't be easy to find a new coach as qualified, but I do hear that after a while players stop listening to their coach. That's why their last coach was fired. Couldn't motivate the team anymore. <laughs> there you go. That's a pretty good take. Shouts Claudia. That's uh, Claudia Julian. Wait, what? <laughs> Here, I'll give uh, my, my uh, family group chats reaction to the fire. <laughs> um, Everybody my, text your mom about the, the Bruce Cassidy <laughs> trade. My cousin, Eric, started, 
my co- cousin Eric started off at 705 fuck and then followed up uh in all caps fuck um and then my uncle said they fire Cassidy and Eric said yes oh, everybody said fuck and then my uncle said I think it's a big mistake my other uncle said oh boy and then my dad's cousin said fuck I don't like it at all <laughs> So I think that I don't I haven't seen anyone really out there who's been like, oh, yeah, that's the right move. I really haven't. And my dad said there is some polarizing stuff in Bruins Twitter and realms. My dad seemed nonplussed, but also said sometimes you have to do something and then uh, asked who was available, said no to Barry Trotz and said if they want to shake it up, find a young AHL or even a college coach. And I kind of agree with that if you're going to. If you're going to move somebody like Cassidy out, just like getting a different voice in there who's uh, basically like the same kind of guy. uh, And I don't mean like the same. I I definitely uh, want somebody who has the same kind of philosophies as Cassidy. The kind of guy who also his players get tired of him after a couple seasons. Yeah, (laughs) I I really I would love to see Mark Recchi. That would be fucking lit. If you got him behind the bench, he got fired, right? Yeah, he got fired as an assistant coach. Yeah, in Pittsburgh, my exactly, guy. dude. Exactly. That's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. He's on the market. Bergeron and Marshy just fucking rope him in and be like, Bergeron will be like, I'll give it another go with uh with Recky, and then David Krejci will be like, all right, I'll be an assistant player coach. Honestly, like, let's go. You're you're probably not far off on what some of the thinking is there. Like, it, that could absolutely be a thing that Sweeney and and Neely are thinking. Like, oh yeah, we could get Mark Recchi in here. That'll keep Bergeron around. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's a uh, dumb, short sighted move. But yeah, I think I think it would be great. He's one of my favorites. Maybe Bergeron's gonna be the head coach. Yeah, yeah, player coach. I'm telling yeah. you, they should go. They should go that route. That'd be great. Is that is yeah. that still legal? Is that still technically legal to have a player coach? Why not? Yeah, why not? <laughs> I mean, it'd be funny if you could if you could like pay him a coach's salary and then like a player salary. So like he's making five million dollars as a coach yeah. and then one point five as a player. <laughs> <laughs> he's got signing. Like appearance bonuses gonna, for himself. He's got a hidden Selkie and uh Jack Adams clause. So if he wins both in one year, then he gets a, an extra five. Yeah. Um I had another really smart salient point that I definitely uh, still remember. Um so nice. someone Just talked assume one, it was both about smart that. and salient, yeah. Oh. Or should it be silent and make it awkward for you to remember? Yeah, we could do that too. Oh wait, wait, <laughs> hey, I'll just drink some beers. it is it is time. Do you know what it's time for? Do you Rackings? fucking understand Bro, me rap. right now? Welcome everybody, hockey fans. The pursuit for the Stanley Cup is on, and DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL, has an unbelievable offer for the most exciting playoffs. And sports new customers can bet five dollars on any team to win and get one hundred dollars in free bets, no matter what win or lose. Looking to turn a small bet into a big payday during the playoffs with DraftKings. Same game parlays. You can do just that. Create your own parlay by combining multiple bets like which team will win, how many goals will be scored, and more. It's your shot and an even bigger payout. 
DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. Best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code THPN, bet $5 on any NHL team to win, and get $100 in free bets no matter what. That's code THPN at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. Minimum uh, age and sweat. eligibility restri- minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Yes, feel sweat. the sweat. Uh, Chris, was that enough time for you to remember what you were? Uh... No. <laughs> Good. All right. We are sponsored by DraftKings hockey fans. Keep it running back, baby. <laughs> yeah, I guess, uh, I mean, as far as the, the Cassidy stuff goes, that's probably all we need to discuss. We'll we'll keep touching on it as we go um, through the offseason and kind of figuring out what the, what the Bruins are up to. And um, I, I think a big a big part of who they choose as their coach is going to be uh, what their plan is. Like is Bergeron retiring? Are they going into the tank? I mean, I think their roster is a little too talented at this point to consider actually tanking for some of those top players. Obviously it's a loaded draft class next year. Mm-hmm. Um, the dog. Yeah. Not, not guys who pass the name test, like Rut- Rutger McGrordy. Um, dude but that's that that would be sick that'd be awesome they should uh yeah just go off names alone we should do that sometime for some off-season content we do like a draft preview but it's we it's just the best names it's not the best prospects we should do that that'd be good i guess one of the things i don't think this was the thing i was going to talk about but one of the things that I, i heard a lot of people talking about on twitter is uh Okay, so a lot of the Bruins are going to be on injured reserve to start the season. That gives them cap space to sign free agents. And, yeah, that's totally true unless you want any of those players coming back and playing in the regular yeah. season. Like, yeah. What do you mean? You can't – not uh, like the salary cap only starts at the first game or counts in the one game of the season. Like, um, so, yeah, if, if you want to Kucherov Marshan and have him uh, sit the whole season, play the playoffs, then – Sure, uh, go out and sign Nazem Kadri or whatever. But um, for now, Bruins are still capped out. Nazem Kadri is done for the the final, which sucks. So if he's yeah, maybe well, he's he, on a recovery. But if the Bruins like him, it would be the same thing. He'd be the yeah, he like drop. broke his he broke his finger or something, right? Yeah, dude, fucking um, Mike Riley with bone fragments in his ankle. Like that's fucking yeah. not skating around with that shit. Like what? Hockey I mean, it's pretty funny. Great. Like the two Bruins defensemen who had like the the worst second halves and like were getting the most shit about it were Mike Riley and Matt Grizzlick. And uh, turns out sometimes you know <laughs> they got something else going on. <laughs> Being um, injured, yeah. But yeah, I guess I guess number one thing I want to talk about about all those injuries is uh, not necessarily the impact on Patrice Bergeron's decision because I think you know, we've watched Bergeron for so many years. This man is like Tom Brady level competitive. He's just not an asshole about it. He's like willing to do anything for his team to win. I don't think this is the type of guy who's like looks at a roster and says, Hey, like a couple of my buddies are out for the first couple months of the season. I guess I quit. 
Um, I, I think he sees that and goes, all right, my team needs me. I'm going to be in there, uh, if anything. Um, but I think the, the biggest issue is the cap situation and what you want to do if you're the Bruins front office is relieve some of that cap and take some redundant players and maybe move them. Um, and two of those redundant players are both hurt at the same time, like Riley and Matt Grizzlick. And I think Matt Grizzlick was the one that was looking like the more likely to fetch some decent return and gets relieves more of your cap situation. Um, and now he's out for the first couple months of the season and it makes, uh, it makes trading him either more difficult or receiving anything in return for him more difficult. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't have much to add to it. That's a pretty good take. Yeah. Fuck yeah, boys. <laughs> Fuck yeah, boys. Fucking pucks deep, pucks to the net, full 60, fucking early and often, boys. Let's get it. <laughs> uh, Drew, anything from. That's what we call a there? perfect shift out here. Yeah. Anything on what? I, went and gra- I grabbed a new beer, so I, I, I missed Oh, hell yeah. Of, of what, 30 uh, to 45 second shifts on and off. Yeah, boys. Uh, do we have time for listener questions? Or uh, I mean, I was hoping to split that into episode two. I don't know if like you guys want to record episode two later in the week or if we want to tap in uh, Lancey and Jess and do the second half now. Up to y'all. I got to call in a minute here, but... Um... If you want, I'm happy to do it later this week with Drew or yeah, I'm down for, or if y'all want to do it now. I'm down for later too. this week, yeah. All right, cool. I'll set it out. All ready. No worries. Um, How many know. listener questions we got? Yeah. Not, not, not many, I don't think, actually. Let's just do them now. There's a couple. Yeah, we got one. Like, let's just do them quick. Yeah, yeah there's only a couple. Um, oh, I think there's five. Oh, no, no, it's not five, it's like four or five. Okay, anyway, uh, listener questions. Here we go. Um, Eric Ripperson at Eric Ripperson says, Go to just got fired beer. Um, Lancey replied to that, all of them. Um, that's a good answer. But what's your go to just got fired beer? Uh, I think for me, it's got to be like a triple IPA or something. Uh, my just got fired beer is the unofficial official light beer, the Bruising Bruins podcast, and that's Miller Light. Everybody, if you just got fired from your job, reach for a Miller Light. It'll really satisfy those cravings for just feeling sad and lonely. And I hope you are doing okay. I'm sorry you lost your job. Please do responsibly. That started off hot and took a real dark. No, turn. It, got, it got better as it went. <laughs> um, I'm going something comforting, so I'm going like a like a like a like a lunch from Main Beer Company. Plus, you're going to need to afford lunch. You knock out lunch. You knock out a beer at the same time. It's there you one. go. Yeah, I'm sure that's what it says on the can, like under the nutrition standard, whatever. Calorie-wise, probably. Um, Sean Rajat at Sean underscore Rajate. I have one dot 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 
and it's a uh it's a gif of uh why god why assume that means cassidy uh same thing well not same thing exactly but same rhythm same tune from df pendris uh at df pendris the hell is that i think that was in response to the picture of the can which oh. i do agree the hell is that yeah it's the viridian ipa Oh, it's a Sick. shower beer. What do you know? Sick yeah, beer. I was having a shower beer this is nice. before the pod. I texted you guys, tweet this out. My hands are wet. And oh. no one did it. Yeah, so I, did it later. I was at work. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm, oh, I'm sorry. I'm having a shower beer and it needs to be documented, Chris. Like, come on. <laughs> um, Let's see. Next up uh, from Rob Schlosser at R Schloss 33. Favorite shower beer? Uh, I'm just gonna have to say the Viridian because it's documented, and I can't, I can't go back now. <laughs> um, favorite shower beer? You want something lighter in the shower? At least, usually, I think. I guess it depends on the vibe, but I feel like usually, like a hot shower, you want something lighter. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm kind of. The one that's standing out to me is a Corona. Uh, I know it's kind of an easy, like, little go-to, but toss the lime in there, a little bit of citrus going on. Lime and the coconut. It's funny you say that, because I was going to go with the Modelo Lime and Salt. Ooh. That's That's been the... So I've been taking most of my showers over at the new house, and that was the the beer we had over there for, for a bit. And my... But most of my drinking was just having one of those beers in the shower and uh, just kind of hit the spot. I, I love the idea that most of your drinking is, is shower beers. That's incredible. That's yeah, so wholesome. I, I haven't been drinking a whole lot. Of That's beer. like some I can't time drink, dad drink on the pod. Right it's like, I, oh, I, I don't can only drink yeah, with so, the shower. So I the, can't. These are I my can't. drinking times. It's uh, in, in the shower, uh, mowing the lawn. You'd skip and, the next one. And being on the pod. <laughs> There you go. I, I think um I think it like I can't wait to own a house and then I can shower beer whenever I want. <laughs> yeah. Something you can't do while it's, you're renting. It's you the number, number one homeowner activity <laughs> that you can't do while you're a renter. Um Rob uh, also telling why can you not shower beer when you're renting? That was that was the joke. There's an error. Yeah, it was, it was, it was just, just a little okay. bit. Of a I thought joke. that was yeah. like, is there something that I don't know about shower beers that's damaging my <laughs> like? How would that work? Yeah, it is. Renters hate drain. Actually, probably can't do this. Yeah, my lease. No shower beers. No, no dogs. The clickbait is landlords hate this. Yeah, twenty totally legal tricks that landlords don't want you to know about. You can shower have beer. a shower beer. You want. <laughs> it's a free goddamn country. It's number one. Um, uh, Rob's second question here: Who is your pick for new head coach, and why is it Lancey? I feel like Lancey's just like got the knowledge, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he's he's got the he's got the stoicism behind the bench. You know, you, you need you need somebody who you have all that confidence in um, when, when you're down one with 45 seconds left and he calls timeout, you, you don't want somebody who's, who's just, you know, you can't trust the words that they're saying. You don't really believe in them. Uh, Lancey's somebody, as soon as he speaks, 
you listen and you know that he is telling the truth and he believes all the the truth he's saying (laughs) you can't handle the truth (laughs) Um, go ahead and disagree with you i think uh i think lancey's not a coach i think lancey's a gm i think he's a big picture guy Mm. I think uh, I mean we've seen his, his his formula sheets, so it's a little bit of cheating. And I know he's a, an avid stats keeper. Um, <clears throat> see, I feel like Lancey is uh, is a little bit too kind of a soul to be a coach in some ways. Um, I think if you need to get fired up in the third period, I don't know if Lancey's the guy behind the bench because I feel like again he's big picture. He's gonna be like, look, guys, if we don't win this one, it's All okay. Right, I didn't know we were going honest with this one. I thought we were gonna just like. <laughs> I mean, I feel like he's like... gonna say it's all right. We don't need to win this one. We got so many more games left. I yeah, just we... want you guys to have fun, and we'll we need win we later. need our we need our quiet king up in the front office. Yeah, yeah. And I feel like he's he would be good at swindling uh, opposing GMs and uh, sounding nice about it. So, um, yeah, I'm going Lancey for GM. That's not the question, but now it's in what position would Lancey have? That's the, question. <laughs> the real answer is I don't know who I want. Probably a ref because he's really coach. fair. <laughs> no, I would say Lancey would have to be like the like behind the scenes data analyst. Yeah, like a stats a guy. Like that would be if I like was GM of a team, like I would totally be like Lancey 100 percent for that shit. Like for many of the reasons Chris has said. Um, and just he's he's really passionate about that stuff. I would totally go there. But he's the new head coach, according to Sweeney. Um uh let's see, was there anything else? Um Patrick Laverty, aka Plaverty. 24 P Laverty. Uh, it's the middle of the summer. There's no new Bruins news. So I can't imagine there's anything to talk about. Um, and then uh, Lancey said more Druid history lessons, actually. So uh, tune in next time for potentially another edition of Drews and Druids. <laughs> we'll see. Soul. <laughs> yeah, let's let's hope there are no Friday news drops. Um for real. I'm I'm gonna be at a bachelor party in Austin. And if if I'm at a I'm at like a cowboy bar or whatever with the mechanical bull and I hear that Patrice Bergeron's retiring, I'm gonna have some problems. Uh, Just you promise that, that, that you have you have content. You, somebody gets content if you do that. So yeah, yeah. Yeah. So on, everybody. See ya for the mechanical bulls and Red Bulls, or I don't fucking know, whatever. Bulls and Bulls. <laughs> <laughs>